Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Welcome to The One About Careers, and today we're talking about, uh, is there a specific number of uh, jobs or careers that someone will have? You know, one time, I think it was a one and done kind of thing. You made a decision for life. So, Devin, what do you think? Yes or no? That is an excellent question. I I would say this is something that is highly dependent on a number of factors, um, not the least of which is the individual. But there are definitely factors at play here around different sectors, different organizations, individual hiring managers, um, and what that looks like. It's it's an interesting space that we're in because of kind of how the economy is structured at the moment. Um, And so you have, you know, where at one time it was much much more common to sort of have the one job that you did and that's the thing you did for you know 30 or 40 years and I mean I remember being in high school being told I'd have three to five careers over my lifetime I saw a stat uh it was a year or two ago that was now it's something like 12 jobs by the time you're 38 years old and okay so can I ask you this yeah are you interchanging jobs and careers are those two different words Um, good question. I, I am not, um, that is simply the way it was reported to me. So to me, it was, you're going to have three to five careers. I think we talk about the word career very differently than we Mm -hmm. used to, um, where career is maybe everything in sort of your life and work that makes up what your career has been, as opposed to your career is your job title. And then when you change a job title, if it's different enough, we call that a new career. I think there's a language change that's happened there. And that's where I think it's interesting, maybe a year ago where I see a stat that's jobs as opposed to career changes. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think that very much reflects the the society we're in. So can it's I, I'm going gonna, gonna to ask you another question. Uh-oh, she's back. Look out. You had already? How many careers have I had? Yeah, have you had a couple of careers or have you had a couple of jobs? Like how would you just dis- how would you describe your own journey? I would describe my own as two different careers. I started my work life in the world of environmental consulting. And to me, that's a Why very did I not know di- that? <laughs> well, look at your face is amazing. <laughs> to me, that is okay, a very we're gonna different... do a, a podcast episode just on environmental careers starting in the dark ages with Devin starting in the dark ages with me um right and to me it's like that then it was a very different shift into sort of first it was more career education which I would tie very closely to what I do now um so it's like I see the two major industries environment and the other one is like career development over as a as an umbrella term um so to me that's two different things but I can see where people would get behind the idea of you have 
your your sort of life and work together make up your career as a as a very broad general term. Um, I think what's interesting about this stuff is we're not talking about so much changing jobs in rapidity, although we could be. That's you certainly see job hoppers, and that's a whole thing. But you're also we're in an economy where people are working two or three jobs at the same time. Or they're working a full-time job and they're freelancing or they have a side hustle. I mean, if you go look at my LinkedIn, I have three employers right now, including myself. (laughs) So, um, you know, I think there's the nature of how that work comes about changes. And that's where you can go from, well, you're going to make three to five changes to, well, actually, you're going to make 12 changes um, because you're not necessarily flipping totally. Right. I hear you. It's really interesting. One of the things I came across was that there are people. So when you say two to three jobs, you know, um, I think on the one hand, there are some people who are doing two to three jobs, what I would say to survive simply. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people who are doing two to three jobs because frankly, that's the way the world of work works geographically where they are. Yeah. Um, and, or in their industry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's more... Um, they're not necessarily working more than full-time mm-hmm. um, or they might be working a little bit more than full-time, but essentially that's making up full-time hours as opposed to the people who are doing two to three jobs, which are doing, you know, 60 to 80 hours a week because that's what they need in order to financially survive. Mm-hmm. And then there's another group I read about recently called the overemployed yep. who are doing two full-time jobs at once. Yes. And I was just blown away. And essentially, they're they're not doing it be- necessarily because um, because they're in love with both jobs. Partially, they're doing it out of complete and utter fear that mm-hmm. they won't they will have a time of unemployment. And so. Um, I think that's really interesting. And it's essentially what they're doing. Maybe I don't know, because I don't know what their bank accounts are saying. But it sounds a little bit to me like they're trying to fund their own unemployment in the sense that they anticipate at some point that there will be some unemployment. And as most of us know, it really takes four to eight weeks before you see any income from unemployment into your bank account. And very few people have set things up so that they are prepared for four to eight weeks of no income coming in. And I'm not trying to tell that to be boring, um, but because I think our young people, it's just wise of us to tell them those are the facts of life. Yes, yes, we think that there is unemployment insurance for some people, um, but just because it's there doesn't mean it happens like that. And I don't know why it's a big secret, but it is. Um, so I think that's an interesting thing. And I love what you were saying about, you know, you have three employers right now. Um, I don't, but I have four or five different job titles, right. depending on who I'm right. talking to or which personality is coming out to play today. Um <laughs> That might be a different podcast. <laughs> yep, possibly. Um, the other interesting piece is that when you're talking, when I looked this up last week, 
it was essentially the new number is 15 jobs, but they don't go like delve into that. So, you know, mm -hmm. probably by the time I was 30, maybe, I would have had at least seven or eight job titles at that time. And if you go back to, you know, these were the dark ages where people carried newspapers to other people's doors. So I was a paper carrier, you know, and I was a babysitter. Oh, I was a cat sitter too. So before I'd even graduated um, public school, I'd had three job titles. Right. Essentially. So is that what they're talking about? I don't know what they're talking about. You know, yeah. they don't. Yeah. Well, I thought the I thought the stat with the with the by the time you're 38 was interesting because I think it started with today's high school students. So I think the idea was in sort of once you finish high school, that first 20 year period. I that was that was how I interpreted it. Mm. Um, so it's like, and then at that point, it brings up the question: like, at what point do you start counting? And the interesting thing that our teens right now are dealing with is coming out of this pandemic, they have not had the same opportunities for part time work that perhaps people did 10 years ago. And so you have people going into the workforce, um, you know, maybe not until they're in their twenties or maybe not until they're a post-secondary student. And that's when they're starting to gain work experience. So that sort of, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that shifts the numbers. If it has any impact at all, it's, it's really, really hard to know. Um, the other thing I was thinking, and it's very much, it's such a thing here uh, out in Prince Edward Island, we have massive, and there are industries all over, but particularly here, our three largest industries are fishing, farming, and tourism. Those are all highly seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and it's some people do, you know, maybe collect AI in the off season and go back to it depending on whatever. Um, but you absolutely have people who rotate jobs based on the time of year, right? Depending on how that works and, and where they work in the industry. So there are things too, where, the job titles you have is going to be very strongly impacted by the industry you're in, the geography, as you pointed out, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, who's to say that that work is more or less valid or those job titles, you know, if you are we comparing apples, you know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting what can impact these things. So yeah, that's, it's a great question. And I, I don't, I don't think there's a firm answer. No, I don't think there. I would agree. The one thing I'm, I am a little, a lot concerned about is that there seems to be some information suggesting that people are coming out of, say, university, not necessarily college, but certainly university, with zero work experience, like zero. And employers are flabbergasted. Because there are basic things that they do not know. Uh, the individuals do not know about the world of work in terms of you have to show up at this time. These are the kinds of clothes that are acceptable. This is when you can take a break. This is what you can do on your phone and when you can do it on your phone. Mm -hmm. This is how you speak to an employer. Your employer may not be like super gentle with their words. Um, and so there's a... there's. Um, I think you were pointing out a really good point in terms of that, you know, there's been a shift with the, pan I don't think it's just the pandemic. I think there's a bunch of things that have happened mm -hmm. that have impacted, you know, the teenagers experience of the world, especially in the terms of work. So it's an interesting piece. And I would invite 
our parents who are listening and our teachers who are listening and guidance counselors who are listening to, to think about their teens and what's happening and are there opportunities for them to um, engage with the world where there's an exchange of um, um, some kind of work for some kind of money, just yeah. to start to think about what are the opportunities there. And I, um, very interesting to see what uh, what the future holds. Yeah, that's for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of The One About Careers. And stay tuned for next uh, the next episode because we're going to talk about employers. Thanks for listening to The One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.